0: hey everyone welcome back to teenager therapy i'm gaio i'm thomas i'm kayla and welcome back hey you know i feel like like this is what i was about to say i was about to say that i just feel like other podcasters romanticize podcasting so much they're like oh like pre podcast like self-care or like i don't know they have like a matcha they have a coffee they have like water they have their whole setup and i feel like every time we podcast we're just like like we look like we're just like out of bed fresh out of bed sometimes mm, does that make sense
1: i can totally see that i
2: can <laughs> see how other podcasts are a lot more professional like there's a and
1: produced
0: not that it's like there's the like aura. a production crew there's like work to be done before. <laughs> oh, but not that not that that's not what i mean i'm talking about like just the, the ones that have like their own podcast in their own time and for them it's like such a self-care thing they're like all right, guys, recording another podcast episode tonight. It's gonna to be so good. I'm so comfortable, and for us, we're like,
1: that's so true. We're just i just so raw think, and authentic. I don't think we've ever done that before, like a pre like, pre care, pre self
2: care yeah. like ritual. Honestly, if we did,
0: that might be better. We just press record, and like okay.
1: We go. just came from like a long day at the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just ate. I'm feeling pretty. Maybe that is the tired. Dare I say?
0: Yeah. But I'm so excited. No, I'm very excited. I'm so excited. Well, it's an exciting topic that, I don't know, is quite bittersweet, dare I say. How do you find happiness? How to be happy? Basically what this podcast was all about. I guess so. I mean, that's all you're ever trying to do is be a little bit happier.
1: Yeah.
2: We were all so sad and confused when we started.
0: I feel like I was happier when I started this wait. podcast sometimes. Oh no? my god, wait. <laughs> no, like... I did not expect that at all. Well, I didn't expect it either, but I mean... When do you think... <laughs> wait, you need to elaborate more on this. Okay. I just sometimes... I look back... And I, I want to do this soon, is I want to listen to old episodes and he, and honestly, like... I want my, my younger self to help my older self, and I want to listen back to an episode on happiness or confidence and hear what I had to say because sometimes I feel like I was in a better place before. I don't know what it was, but sometimes I, I, I think back, I'm like, wow, those books were doing something because I was fully like positivity, bro, like self-help, like guys, like you have to say positive thoughts to believe yourself. Ask yourself positive questions in order to get your mind to think positive thoughts and build confidence. And i just like, wow, that was a happiness and like a level of self-care that I struggle with more now than I did back then.
1: I also think that you just are a very nostalgic person. So you sometimes tend to like romanticize the past. And that's why I think you're saying that you were a happier person in your past, which I'm sure some mm. there's some truth to that, but. Is that really true?
0: Well, when were you happy? Like out of the 5 years we've been doing this year. podcast. No, when were, <laughs> when did you think you were like the happiest?
1: The happiest? Yeah,
0: when were you happy? And if you were happy throughout it all, that's fine too.
1: You know, I feel like I'm I'm not the best at tracking my emotions. Um like when I think back at the past years, I just think of like a straight line even though it wasn't like that and I know I had my ups and downs I I think I'm just bad with knowing what I feel in certain situations and so when I look back on it I just think of myself as like a bot going through those years even though at the time like I was feeling certain emotions I now I can't really name like oh I was happiest at this time or like I was At my worst at this time. Maybe I need to think about it more, but... Do you guys know what I mean?
2: I wish I did, because I know my emotions too well. So I don't know.
1: Um, Like, I I know
2: exactly when my lowest lows were and when my highest highs were. Because it's so distinct.
1: Actually, rewind. My low, sophomore year of high school
2: me too <laughs> or maybe junior year it's like it's always a competition sophomore between year the for two. sure
1: i think we talked about that too on the podcast how sophomore year was just was like, like beating our asses. everybody yeah yeah that's so funny i need to did Actually, anyone enjoy their
2: minute. sophomore year of high school
1: if you say yes you're like guile
2: yeah literally um I'll my happiest time
1: maybe like the summer after graduating high school that was a fun time we were very exploratory then and that like very freshman year of college, probably, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like surprisingly, I was I was like really happy oh, I don't know. I think I was really happy throughout like the pandemic. If I remember correctly. But also maybe not, because I remember there was a, a period in my life where I felt like I was like I really wanted to go back to this old life of high school. But there was a moment of bliss throughout the pandemic where I feel like the world stopped and so I was in my own bubble and I could be a hermit like in peace and everybody else was also forced to be that and I think I felt a lot of comforting solitude during those years there was a couple I, months where I was like
2: I felt the same way after right? like the first few months I'm like, wait, this is nice right? I like
0: this it's like you not really much to do you just talk with your friends, maybe go on a walk, watch the sunset I remember specifically like I would fully take walks and just go lay in the grass and like stare at the sun and look at the sunsets by myself and there was solitude in that that i don't know if i've done recently but throughout it all has been like a constant search of like finding happiness and for me i feel like i've talked about this before on the podcast that i've always been really scared of getting sad or feeling depressed um or even at some point like falling into like an actual depression um because I was just really scared of how it would set it's so messed up in a very capitalistic way. But I, I think the reason for that is because I'm scared of being sad. Because if I'm sad, I won't be able to be productive. And I won't be able to make money. And I'm scared about how that will set me back in my career and in my life. And so um, for the longest time, I've always been really terrified of like being sad for too long. And I feel like every time since I first started this feeling this fear maybe around um like seventh eighth grade every time I go through phases of sadness I get really paranoid and anxious I'm like oh my god how long is this gonna last like I need to get out of this like how is this gonna last how am I gonna like be happy again um and so throughout this time every time that I catch myself in those moments I try to be like okay What have we learned? My body's a vessel. Let the emotions pass, but also feel your emotions, but also fake it till you make it. So you want to be like a little toxic, like a little bit of like overly positive for no reason, even if it's all fake. But then like, is that just toxic positivity? Like, should I be feeling my emotions or should I be faking it till I make it? That's where I think happiness confuses me. Um, It just, it, it feels like a, a contrast between what, different people tell you to do and what you're supposed to do and what feels right I guess
1: yeah I think especially when like I personally am stuck in a rut or like I've just been feeling sad for a prolonged period of time I never know what's the right like quote-unquote right thing to do for me to get out of my rut that's like realistic a and also just productive And I think right now I'm sort of going through a rut right now and I don't know how to necessarily get myself out of it besides like, you know, do the things that like bring you joy or whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But it's only during like the times that I'm doing that and then afterwards I just feel like back to myself or even then I can't fully enjoy the things that I used to and that's the scary part. Cause it's like, if I don't enjoy that, then what do I enjoy? Or like, what am I supposed to do then? And so, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck in a rut. And even now I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just going through motions right now. I'm just going through the cycle, hoping that it's going to pass. And it's not like I'm necessarily wallowing in it, but I'm not making like a very, very active effort to get myself out of it and a part of that is just because i don't have the energy to right now i feel like i've been pretty low on energy recently and i don't know sometimes i just don't have it in me to be making like super proactive efforts to get out of this feeling that i'm going through right now
2: i feel like the problem is that you've think that you need to be doing proactive stuff like what I'm hearing from you guys is that you guys want to get out of the rut as soon as you possibly can and for me whenever I was in that rut and I like was depressed and stuff I wasn't too focused on getting better it was more so like understanding what happened and Finding joy in other things and stuff like that. But it was never like I was actively trying to move on from the situation or anything. It was like it was time. Time and a little bit
0: of patience towards yourself. But then don't you get scared that if I don't make small active efforts to get out of it, then I'll just get comfortable being sad. Like, that's my thing. I totally get
2: that because I got very, very comfortable being sad. And I think the only way that I was able to escape that was the fact that I was so tired of being sad. Like, there was no other way for me to get to the point of happiness of where I am right now if I didn't feel all of that sadness. Because because I felt all of that, I knew that wasn't what I wanted. And I was so over it that you just you just really can't afford to keep on feeding into like your depression and like all of that. It's, it's hard because I feel like that's usually how a lot of my healing goes is that I really feel it intensely and I'm mad and sad for so long until suddenly it just doesn't bother me that much anymore because I'm, I don't have the energy for it. So, I don't know. I feel like you need to learn to be comfortable being sad for a little bit. There is a difference between being too comfortable with sadness or just, you know, being comfortable with a little bit of sadness. And I think everyone has to be a little comfortable with sadness in order for... Like them to move on from something. Because sadness and feeling your sadness is just part of the process. Like, there's no other way you can just move on if you're not gonna confront what's in front of you.
0: I agree with that. And the thing I wanna add to it is that it's also important to understand where the sadness is even coming from. And the, you know, because I fully agree, you should feel your sadness when something sad occurs. If you just went through a breakup, if you lost a friend, if you went through something that made you sad, yeah, I would fully agree and say, do all of that. What I struggle with is, why am I sad when it doesn't really seem like there's much to be sad about? That's when I think it's really scary for me. Because I think I'm very comfortable feeling my sadness when something bad happened. It's just when seemingly... My exterior life seems okay. Like there's a lot to be thankful for. There's a lot of good happening. There's a lot of things to look forward to. And I'm still sad. And that's the feeling that I hate is what do I do then? And so recently I think I've have felt a lot of that is that I feel like I'm not being grateful enough. And that I'm taking things for granted. And I'm scared of feeling sad during a time when nothing is inherently bad because someday in the future I might look back on this and think I missed that time why did I spend it being sad why did I spend it complaining or wanting for more um, and I've been spending a lot of time thinking about that these past couple of days because I've also been in a rut I'm not sure what's caused it. You know, sometimes I tell myself maybe it's just hormones. Maybe something bad has happened. But I can't think of anything bad. And so it's times like these where I'm just like, I have to, like, I want to do a better effort to pick myself up. Because if I can't be happy during times when things are good, then that's quite scary for me. And so I've been trying to do the thing about, like, you know, gratefulness and appreciating the moments and just doing things that, like, make you happy. And it's just it sucks when they don't work or maybe they work little by little. So you don't realize it until you're out of it. And it's frustrating. Um, I think it it makes me feel weak when I can't be happy when things are good, because I'm like, it makes me frustrated. I'm just like, why the fuck am I not happy? Like, nothing is bad. Things are good. Like, things could be worse, you know? Things could be worse. And so, I would hate to think take a good moment for granted.
1: Do you think that you would still feel this way if you weren't at home? Like, if you are in New York?
0: Mm, that's what I've been thinking a lot about recently. Because for context, if you haven't heard it enough, we came back from New York. and That was a really fun time. And Coming back here, I think a lot of what I have felt has been like I'm regressing in a lot of ways. Like the fear that we had of back to this old routine, back to this old life. It feels like I stopped growing in a lot of ways. And I think that's making me just pessimistic. I'm like, damn, I feel like I was on an upwards trajectory and now I'm like going downwards again. And I really dislike that. And so I'm trying to find... I'm trying really hard to find ways to like change that because I think I get happy when I feel like I'm going up and up um, while also being patient and realizing you can't grow forever constantly. You have to kind of like regress sometimes and just be normal. And then you go through a period of growth. Um, But I think my environment has made me, you know, so my friend called it, like, post-New York Depression, and I agree in a lot of ways because I think when you're in such a big and hectic city like New York, it's there's so much constant stimulation and there's so many ways to get dopamine from events, people you meet, experiences you have, and the energy of the city, and then coming back to your hometown and all of that gets stripped away suddenly, I think it does shock you as well. Like, life feels a little meaningless now because all of those sources of happiness and um, Easy dopamine are gone And so part of me is hoping I, I'm just like feeling that shock Of all of that being taken away And I just got to get back to a new baseline Of what life without that constant Stimulation looks like Um, But it sucks Because I'm like this isn't so bad So I would I don't want to take it for granted either
1: I mean you didn't feel this way Did you feel this way before the summer? Um,
0: yes, but not as intensely.
1: I think it's probably just because, like, when we were in New York, now we have a taste of, like, what life could be. And then when we're back here, it's, like, or at least for me, I just feel like I'm missing out on, like, a life over there. And so I just feel stuck here. You know, it's, like, I already got a taste of what, like, my future could be. And so now it's just like, well, I just have to be patient, I guess. Or I just have to work towards it, whatever that looks like, you know.
0: But that's what's also annoying is that I don't want to live a life where I'm constantly searching to be happy by the future. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you guys are,
2: like, wallowing in the post-New York Depression, then it's it's not going to do you any good. I feel like I was... I expected myself to be very, very depressed after New York because I just, I really enjoyed who I became over there. Um, But surprisingly, being back here, I've, there's just like a lot to look forward to and there's things to appreciate here. Like, yes, I would love to be in New York right now, but there are things here that I would still like to experience. So there's no point in... Waiting to get back to that place. Because when you tie happiness to like a single thing, I just, it doesn't, you're setting yourself up. Because it's not always going to work out that way.
0: Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to overcome is like, how do you stay happy when you don't have what you want? So, I guess settling for something less than what you want. You have to change, like, yeah, you have to
2: change what, what you something. want to what you have right now. Like, that's exactly what it is. You just learn that what you have right now is everything you could want. And you can still yeah. want more, but you can't be like, if I don't get that, then I'm going to be sad for the rest of my life. Like, it, yes. it has to be this way and i think that if you're really set on expectations then it's going to be very hard for you to experience real joy cuz it's not always going to like life never turns out the way you expect it to so why are you
0: going to try and control it i'm trying i'm i'm trying really hard to feel more grateful and happy with everything while continuing to work for, towards more um like i said i feel like A lot of times my pursuit of growth and happiness is fueled by just self-hatred and that's what drives me to push for more. So recently I've been trying to have more positive thoughts and have that fuel for that growth and that happiness be fueled by happiness and not negativity, I guess. Um, And sometimes I like, I was talking to my mom the other day and she was like, are you okay? Like, you haven't seemed very happy recently. And I was like, damn. (laughs) She always knows. She always knows. And I was like, "Hmm, I don't know. I think I've just been a little sad, but I'm not really sure why. I'm just like, "Eh." and I don't know how, like, sometimes I just look at my mom and I think, like, wow. She's so mentally strong in a way that I admire and I just think like how do you get to that point and I feel like a lot of immigrant parents have a mindset like this where just like giving up I guess just isn't an option like you kind of just have to do and keep going like you really just have to keep going and there's like no stopping and in, in sight and that's and stopping isn't an option giving up isn't an option and she's like, she, I remember her telling me, like, she's well, she said it in Spanish. She was like, pues sí, yo también me siento triste unas veces, pero pues, nomás ya sé que le tengo que echar ganas, no sé qué más hacer. Así no, a veces yo me siento deprimida, me siento sola, y que no sé qué estoy haciendo con mi vida, pero digo, no, no puedo pensar eso, más tengo que pensar positivo, me tengo que decir que le tengo que echar ganas, y que tengo que... Tengo que ser fuerte y para ustedes y para mí, que no me puedo deprimir, pues porque pasa. And that just basically means like she told me, yeah, like I get sad sometimes, I get depressed, I get lonely, I get sad. But I just know like I can't give up, like I can't just fall into those thoughts and I have to think positively and I have to just tell myself to keep going and to keep pushing because i have to be happy and i have to like make it work somehow and for like you guys as well and so don't like don't fall into your negative thoughts you really just have to like speak good about yourself and have positive thoughts and like i said i was like trying so hard not to like fucking break down during that moment because i was like all i guess i really needed to hear and i think in that moment i just remember feeling like whoa she made it sound so simple, but yeah, that, that, that is what it is. You can't let yourself be taken away by negative thoughts. You really just have to keep thinking positively and tell yourself it's going to work out. It will be okay. Like, it's okay. Like, it's going to work out. I just have to keep going. I just have to keep going like that. There is no other option. And like I've been saying, I just feel like I was a lot better at that when I was younger. And I, that I would tell myself, like, no, I just have to keep going. Like, failure isn't an option. We just have to go and, like, it'll be okay. And, like, I'm fine. Like, I can do it. Um. And so, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little upset that I feel like I've lost a lot of that. Like, I guess that, like, fighting spirit, that courage to do that. I feel like if you knew that,
2: like, you were like that at that age, getting back there wouldn't feel so impossible. It would be hopeful. Like if you were able to do that at what? What age was that? Yeah, like fifteen. 16. Yeah, if if you could do that at fifteen, you could do it now. Whereas I think before, personally for me, it felt impossible because I never felt that way about my life. Like I felt like life was a punishment and like I couldn't ever really enjoy it. And then compare that with how I look at life now. It's it's really nice. I mean, I I I think it's easy to find it again if it's already like there. You just are going through a rough patch right now. And also like, yeah. you know, you grew up. Like you're 20 now, you experience a lot more new things. So you c- couldn't keep on you know, living with that perspective
0: forever. It feels like you need a cleanse. You need like a good cry to restart and be like, okay, positive thoughts from now on. Just think of this phase in your life as
2: one big crying sesh. Like, this is the time for you to just feel all your pain and like, just be miserable for a little bit. And then it'll be a lot better later.
0: You guys feel like you should journal more often to be happier, and like have more affirmations because I'm really starting to think I got it. Like, those journaling bitches are onto something because I need some of that. When they're like, "Yeah, I do my daily affirmations. I write down my vision board. I write down." I'm like, no. I maybe I should start. I really think I should.
1: I think I should start. <laughs> I think I I mainly just journal whenever my emotions become too overwhelming and not when i'm like doing yeah. okay cuz i feel like there's no in my head like there's no point in journaling if i'm like like not happy not sad like things are just like mundane in the moment but m- so much respect to the people that like do their pinterest boards every month like set down their daily affirmations and like their weekly goals and shit and like they're so strong they're so Whoa. strong, because I feel like that takes another type of mental capacity. Vemina. Yeah, just and, stamina. and just like the discipline, too, to be able to, like, write down goals and hold yourself accountable to it is...
0: Because do they do it when they're sad, too? Because I, I would not I know, have the like, energy for them.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I admire, I admire them so much. Maybe we should. I do think I should do more daily affirmations, whether it's, like, saying it out loud or listening to it while I sleep because one of our friends does that. Um, But I know that I should. I should do more affirmations because I need it, too. You know, not just for, like, shits and giggles, but I think it could be beneficial. You guys should listen to gongs, though. I've been telling you guys.
2: I mean, whatever you got to do to make yourself feel better. I personally don't journal, which is surprising. But I talk to myself a lot through voice memos or I will record myself or even just doing things by myself. I feel like that is kind of my form of journaling because I'm just with myself and that's time for me to reflect and everything. So I don't know. It's different for everybody. You don't have to journal to be happy but I, you have to yeah. put aside some time for yourself to understand your emotions
1: i also count those as forms of journaling yeah like it's definitely like it is. under the umbrella yeah, yeah
2: yeah i just think that i just needed to clear that up because people mm-hmm. think oh, journaling no. is like you get your journal and you yeah. journal
0: because that's what i usually think of mm-hmm. so yeah I need to learn how to do it. I feel like when I journal, it's mostly just me asking myself questions that I don't have answers to, like yeah. why does this? Is this really just this, or is this something? Yeah. Versus more affirmative, affirmatory. I What's guess.
1: worse though is when like you want to journal, but your brain genuinely can't think of anything to put to paper. Or, like, to just say out
0: loud. Or I just feel, I don't believe it that I feel so silly writing, like, affirmations. I'm like, I try to be, like I try to, like, lie to myself. But I just feel like it's such a lie that I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't believe it.
1: It can definitely feel
0: silly at first.
1: Put the little sticky notes on your mirror.
0: <laughs> <I need a laughs> you know, <note>. literally, like, <laughs> that, like, yeah, <laughs> I need a sticky note. that's so cute like just thinking about that yes i feel like i'm crying because of the (laughs) cuteness of it like
1: i'm glad that struck a chord
0: (laughs) yeah like it's just like i don't know to to have like um it just seems like such a pure mindset to have like the capacity and the courage To tell yourself these affirmations. To have little stickers and daily reminders. Like to me. To me that feels like a mind and a heart. Filled with love. And not hatred. (laughs) And I just like. Just thinking about how nice that must be. I was like whoa. Like that is really cute. And it's also a little sad. To think that I'm not like personally there yet. But to imagine. A version of myself. That would have little sticky notes like that thought (laughs) it's a nice thought
1: do you think you're doing anything now to get to that place
0: um nothing consistently i try really hard but i think just right now like it's hard starting like i think that's the most difficult part and i feel like i would understand this really well that yeah like if i just start i have to keep doing it even if i feel stupid like i feel like i've always been like a big believer in that but just when it comes to self love it's like fully rewiring i think like a lot of deep beliefs about myself and the way that i feel about happiness and self love and being content with everything so um at the moment no i don't think i have any of that i've tried i've tried affirmations i've tried writing it down and i just i'm like i just got to be more consistent with it i think yeah
1: mm-hmm. You should try listening to them when you go to sleep so okay. that your subconscious takes it in.
0: Is it like me saying the affirmations or is it like a YouTube video?
1: You know, it's actually more powerful if you record yourself yeah, I saying bet. the affirmations. And I actually learned this in class, mm. in my yoga and meditation class. Whoa. And I trust I trust my professor so much. But um, if you record yourself saying it and you put that while you go to bed, it's like much more effective like i recorded myself singing this um uh, mantra i had to for the class and so i still have it in my voice memos i mean for me it's like harder just because like i cringe at myself that's what i mean <laughs> but i don't like you know you have to remove yourself from the cringe it's like for your own benefit you know, and I think, like, that goes for a lot of things, too. I'm like, no, this is cringy for me to do. Or, like, this is just cringe. Like, it's fine. And it's also, like, nobody's seeing you do this. Or, like, it's fine, you know?
0: Happiness is cringe.
1: Happiness is so cringe. It's Unfortunately, so cr- it, is, actually. it is. It's corny. <laughs> it's <laughs> corny. Have you it's ever so seen corny. someone
0: be truly happy on social media? They're, like, the cringiest person, corniest person on the planet. Honestly, yeah, but I envy them so much. No, actually, yeah. they are in a much better place than anyone else. But they're... So it comes with a cost. Oh my god.
2: I just think you need to learn how to be nicer to yourself. It You don't even really need to do all those... Like, yes, do those affirmations if you want. But also, you just have to catch yourself in those moments where you're being really hard on yourself. And you're not giving yourself the kindness that you deserve to receive from yourself. Like, I don't know. I think that was... Something that I had to do is like, I just was being so, so hard on myself. And every time I was, I would get mad at myself for it because no one wants to be around someone who like hates themselves. Like it's exhausting and it's just
0: like, why? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess happiness comes from self-love and then with gratitude for your surroundings. So, it's going to be hard to be happy if you don't love yourself first. Yeah.
1: It's so cliche, but it's so real.
0: It's real. It's It's very very real. real. You know what you got to do.
2: Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, so much has changed, and... I'm being um, introspective right now because I'm just, I, keep, I always talk about this, um, especially more recently than ever, because I really do feel like I'm at a really good place in life and it's crazy because if you have been listening for a long time, then you would know that this seems a little unnatural. <laughs> um and i think that just knowing that all the like i don't even know how to explain it sometimes like i can't even talk about it because there's just so much to cover but basically i'm always so impressed by myself because of how far i've gone and how well i'm doing and the fact that i'm doing so well right now just makes me very hopeful about anything else in life that comes at me. Because if I was able to get where I was, like, sophomore year to where I am now, like, I could do anything. Because really, at sophomore year, I really did think my life was ending. Like, I thought, like, what was there to keep going for? Like, it was not a great time. It was just, like, so hard to even like be around people and like live for not even yourself but now you're living for other people and that gets exhausting and I'm very happy and I'm very proud of myself and I just I I know that everyone else can get there I don't want to be corny (laughs) and I'm getting emotional but I just think that If I was was able to do what I did, then I think anybody can do what I was able to do. And it was to just heal from everything and find joy in life again. But, yeah. And it's so weird because when you finally... Like, when you're finally starting to be happy again joy is always like in the small things and you always expect it to be something else or something bigger like I remember like when I was really depressed I just I wanted to be happy so bad and well like I didn't know what to expect though like yes I wanted to be happy and I wouldn't imagine happiness to just be like this And it's really, it really is just finding the joy in all the small things and appreciating everything that life
0: is able to give you. But Yeah, it's so interesting because I feel like happiness feels more calm than ecstatic the way you might imagine when you're sad. Sometimes I think of happiness as well, like I'm gonna be like joyfully smiling every day, fully happy. I think that's more of like a I don't know, maybe a euphoria sometimes. I think happiness just is like a good calm. You know? And so
2: You're just at peace with whatever you're doing. Wherever you are in life, you just need to know like this is where you're supposed to be right now. And you have to just enjoy it for however much you possibly can and I say this and I know that like it's so irritating to hear someone talk like this especially when you're going through a hard time because I would feel the same exact way where if sophomore year me was listening to how I was talking right now I would be so annoyed because it's like it's corny it's like that's not gonna help me and like you were able to get there but I can't get there, and at the end of the day, I feel like it's just a journey that everyone has to find for themselves, like, you could have all the answers, I mean, the answers are there, it's in the cliches, like, the answers are there, everyone is telling you the same thing, but it's not gonna change how you live your life, it's what you experience and what you learn, like... yeah I mean it's just sorry cut that little part out it's what you learn and what you experience and change that's
0: that's how you get there
2: Hmm.
0: so I don't know that's how to find it how to be happy yeah
2: and I know like it's not gonna be like this Like, in maybe less than a year. Like, I know that I could very much easily fall back into, you know, my depression. And I don't know. Like, that could happen. It's a possibility. But it's not something I can avoid. So I just have to keep on going. And if it comes, then I know that I can get over it again. I was able to do it once. And now that I'm stronger and I know myself more and I have experienced all these other things, I know I can do it with more ease. And every obstacle after that is just going to get easier and easier. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think a big goal of mine is not to be happy constantly, but learn how to stay optimistic constantly which I feel like is oftentimes more important than happiness is to have hope and optimism and all and all that you're doing in your life because I think it's, inev- it's inevitable that you'll feel sad and I'm trying to learn to be more hopeful during sad moments and more optimistic um, because I think it'll make dealing with it easier so even if you haven't found happiness and you Don't think you might reach it for a while. As long as you start even by trying to be optimistic and having the hope that eventually you'll find it, perhaps that's the first step to actually obtaining a happier version of yourself. And everybody has that hope.
2: It's the reason you're still around today. Like, yes, you... You can be depressed and you might think that there's nothing to live for or that life feels very meaningless or hopeless. But if you're listening to this podcast, even there's a little bit of hope inside you. Like there's a reason you're still around. There's a reason why you still want to find the answers. And there's a reason why you're listening It's because you still have some hope. If you truly had no hope, why are you tuning in? Like, why are you? Yeah, like, it's it's something that we all have. It's inner, like, nature to just be hopeful about stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Yeah. You have it in you. And it's not going to happen overnight, and it's not going to happen the way you want it to. It's just, it's just going to happen the way it's meant to happen.
0: I think for the poll in this episode in the comment section in the q and ai I'm going to ask you to write a little affirmation to yourself. Three things you like about you and your life.
1: Should we do some affirmations right now to end the episode?
0: No, because I was thinking about that earlier, but I was like, Ugh, I ourselves. won't believe it, and yeah, I like, literally ourselves. stopped okay.
2: myself from Kayla, it seems like you're the affirmation expert here. No, I am not actually. So I'm you not, can start us off.
1: No, I don't even know. Like, I, I I'm not well versed in affirmations. I'm well versed. Well, just don't think
2: about it too so much. What do I expert. do?
1: Uh, three things that I am grateful for, or three things that I love about myself. What is it?
2: Or just like any affirmations, like, don't ask me.
1: Okay. Wait, I need to think a little bit. I don't know yet
0: three things we love about ourselves
1: oh so it's three things we love about ourselves
0: yeah we'll do that
1: okay Ooh, this is weird this is cringe <laughs> i'm just kidding you wanted this Kay? <laughs> no i think it's necessary and i think we could all use it um
0: see you're already stronger than me because like i said i thought about it early, but i was like i don't want to do that <laughs> even though i knew i should so this is a good push
1: three things you can no, no i'm just kidding no yeah I, I got it
2: you can do one thing if you I, really don't want to do no three. it's
1: okay we all have to do three i love i love my sense of humor
2: i love your sense of humor too thank you thank
1: you <laughs> i love why is this making me emotional (laughs)
2: oh what else do you love
1: i love my warm nature
2: i also love my warm nature
1: (laughs) (laughs) bye um and i love What else? Um, I love how strong-willed I am.
2: I also <laughs> love how strong-willed you are. And next, are.
1: I'm gonna popcorn to Thomas. <laughs> okay,
2: okay, okay. These might not even be good. It's just like what feels right, I guess. Yeah. I love my creativity. I feel like I'm I've always been a very creative person and I take that for granted because the ideas I have sometimes I'm like, wow,
1: I'm so good.
2: So I love how creative I am. Um
1: I love your creativity as well.
2: Thank you. That just made me feel a whole lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Did it I, actually Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I love I mean, I am a words of affirmation person. So um I love how friendly I am with other people. I feel like being nice just goes a long way, and it's not something that everyone practices, um, surprisingly. But I'm glad that I can be friendly with other people and like just be a sweet person. I think Have you're very nice and, and friendly. Yeah, I think so. And I, well, this kind of goes with that, but I love that I can carry a conversation. Like I love that I can talk to people, and I love that I know myself. So that I can just talk to people. You know what I mean? Like, I just have a strong sense of identity and self. And hence why I have great conversations with people. Because I'm just being
1: myself. I love your identity. And thank the you. conversations we have.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I love it too. I Clearly, Gal doesn't really love much about that. but
1: Oh. <laughs> Best for last.
2: Yes, Gal. Popcorn to you. Hmm.
0: I'm also trying to think about things that I love about me and myself because my therapist had me do the same thing one time and she pointed out that a lot, like basically all the things I said were things I would do for others and it was like nothing actually like about myself. Um... And I feel like I like every time I think about it, I always refer back to that. Um, and I'm also finding it difficult because, like I said, I just don't know if I'm in a spot where I believe any of it.
2: I mean, these and affirmations so... don't need to be things you believe. I think the point is so that you can start believing them the more you tell yourself. So, if I that know,
0: alleviates any pressure. I know, but it, like, just feels so wrong. Because... It's, I, I think, like, I, I like, will, will point, my mind will wonder to one thing, and I'll be like, oh, but no, I actually am not really happy with how I do that. And I would like to improve that. And I go to this other thing, I'm like, well, I'm not actually, like... I don't know if I fully like that either. Um, I think I love my. I love my patience, my warmth and my curiosity. Those are my three things.
1: I love your patience, warmth and curiosity as well. Me too. Yes.
0: Thank
1: you. remember that one time of summer when we went around and did affirmations. I like wrote some of them down in my notes. I feel like I should look at those more often. Yes. Because I sometimes forget how other people perceive me as well. Yes. It's just like funny. Not funny, (laughs) but...
2: In New York, we had this night I forgot w- how we got there. We were eating, like, a pint of ice cream together. And then we were just talking. And then, don't know how, but we started giving each other affirmations. Like, three things that we liked about each person. And we all wrote it down. And it was really sweet. Because, it actually
1: really helped.
2: Yeah, because knowing that it really helped. this person feels this way about you, it's, like, it's sweet. It makes you get less in your head about, like, these traits. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Give your friends affirmations. I'm provoked. Out of nowhere. Do it, do it right now. Just, just shoot them a text and tell them you love one thing about them. Just something silly, something cute,
0: something sweet. Yeah. So, um, there are the answers. So yeah. we should have done this episode. This is the of, episode we that 15. every
2: yeah. This is the episode that everyone has been waiting for. You guys have been listening for the answers. We just dropped them. We so. just
1: cracked the code on the biggest secret known and to it's mankind.
2: Gongs. It's gongs, it's affirmations, and I mean
1: You guys let me know if you want journaling. the link to my gong playlist. I will put it out there. So Kill's actually
2: you. selling a course on this. So um, we are. We're actually selling a course on. <laughs> I'm selling a pack. happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Master class. Um, how to be happy 101. There's Kayla's bundles.
1: Words. There's one classes, two classes. Um, so yeah, just stay tuned.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you all so, so much for listening. I wish you the best in your pursuit of happiness. I really do. And I hope you put down some good affirmations in the Q&A. But with that being said, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.